Ebony Mitchell of Harrison is on an adventure of a lifetime. She is the reigning Miss Arkansas, and next week she'll compete for the title of Miss America. On today's Know the News podcast, you'll hear about her journey from a small town in Arkansas to one of the country's biggest stages. Hello, my name is Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and I am your host for the Know the News podcast. As you're hearing this, Ebony is in New York for media events related to the 2022 Miss America pageant. She'll begin competition Monday at the Mohegan Sun Resort in Connecticut. But before she left, she sat down with our features editor, Becca Martin, for a wide-ranging conversation about how she ended up competing for the Miss America crown and what inspired her to pursue it. Let's listen in on that interview now. This is Becca Martin-Brown, features editor of Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and I'm joined for this podcast by Ebony Mitchell, the reigning Miss Arkansas, who's about to leave for Miss America. Hi, Ebony. Hello. Thank you for having me. And how's the nervous breakdown going? (laughs) You know, I wouldn't really call a nervous breakdown just yet. Um, I think it's more anxiousness right now, uh, but I'm just excited. So I guess the nervous breakdown is going very well. We're very excited. (laughs) So you were crowned June 18th, right? Yes, I was. So this is almost exactly six months into your reign. Oh my gosh, I know. It's, It's so insane how fast it has flown by. You leave when for Miss America? I leave on Thursday, December 8th. So by the time we hear this podcast, you will be on your way. I will be on my way. That's right. So first, I will head to New York City, and we're going to do a media day there, all 51 of us. And then they'll take us over to the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut to compete for the job of Miss America. What's your competition schedule? And would you explain like the the proportions of the the percentages of the schedule and what you're going to do for each part and what you're going to wear for each part? Sure. Yes. So that's the fun part about Miss America. And not a lot of people understand uh, really what all goes into Miss America because we all see the final night and what's on TV and it's fun and exciting, but there are preliminaries that happen before that TV segment. So I will get there uh, again on December 8th, but then on Monday, December 3rd, 12th, Monday, December 12th, I'll compete in the talent portion of competition. And I'm a tap dancer. I've been dancing since I was four years old. And uh, it's not your normal tap dance. So you have to watch it. It's fun. Uh, I was a cheerleader at the University of Central Arkansas for four years. So I incorporate a little bit of that in the tumbling into my tap dance, which is so fun. And it's a big chunk of your score this year. It's about 50% of your score. Uh, So I've been really honing in on my dancing and making sure that it's everything I want it to be for the Miss America stage. And then I will tell us the music that it goes to. Yes, I'm doing a mix of respect by Aretha Franklin, but it's more upbeat and fun and uh, it's very modernized, which makes it really exciting. But then after that, I compete in the private interview portion of competition the next day on December 13th. And then following the interview, I will compete in um, onstage interview and social impact pitch and then round out the night with the red carpet and evening wear portion of competition. I'm exhausted already. I know it's a busy time, but it's fun. So, <laughs> can you talk about your social impact 
statement? Yes, yes. So if you're not familiar with the Miss America organization, each candidate down to the local level, all the way up to Miss America herself, we each have uh, something that we advocate for throughout the entire year. Mine is called a Responsible Digital You, and it's all about teaching our Kansans and specifically our children how to be safe and responsible while navigating the digital world and social media and all things internet because we are online more than ever. So I've gotten to do a lot of really great things with my social impact initiative, especially as Miss Arkansas, which was one of my main goals going into the job. So it's just been the best ever. Talk a little bit about your childhood in Harrison. And how different? You're what, 20, 26 now. 26. <laughs> Old. <laughs> Not yet. But yes. talk about the differences between your childhood in Harrison and what kids are dealing with now in that digital world. Right. It's so different from when I was in uh, elementary school because now children are getting cell phones as early as six years old. And I understand that because, you know, we need to know where our children are at times and it's an easy way for us to keep up, to keep up with them. But with those cell phones and smartphones come a different responsibility of being safe while we're on the internet and the dangers that are out there. Although social media and the internet are an incredible tool and an incredible place to learn and grow, uh, there's also those dangers out there. So when I was in Harrison, Arkansas, saw, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 13 years old. So I didn't have to deal with those uh, consequences and those responsibilities until age 13. But that's also when I was in contact and I was approached uh, by my first online predator. And it was really my best friend who was going through the situation. Uh, and I had, I got to watch her go through that traumatizing event. But for her, it was even more traumatizing because it was happening to her. So from that moment, I knew that if I could teach children how to be responsible online, then I could potentially save a life or save somebody from going through what my best friend went through. That's a really important reason. Yeah. So talking about lessons, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far in this six months? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> there are so many. I mean, there's small lessons, like always keep slippers in your car. Um, and then the bigger <laughs> life lessons that come with the job of Miss Arkansas. Um, but I think the most impactful lesson that I've learned is how how impactful just it is to be in the role of Miss Arkansas. Because I'm here today and in this role because of the impact that Miss Arkansas left on me when I was just nine years old in my elementary school in the third grade. And she came in and I saw her. And it was Eudora Mosby at the time. This was 2005. And growing up in Harrison, there really wasn't a lot of diversity. And um, I was the only Black child in my entire class. And my siblings and I were the only Black children in the entire elementary school. So when we saw Eudora, who was the second Black Miss Arkansas, and the impact that she left, I just knew that I could do the same thing and I could leave that same impact on everyone and make them all feel like they're valued and they're seen, which is what I so desperately needed at age nine in uh, my elementary class. But honestly, the biggest lesson is when you walk into a school and you have that invisible impact is like is what I like to call it. Um, and you see just the way the children's face light up because they see someone who's in this role who they could do as well, who they could become as well. And so that's just been the biggest blessing and the most rewarding part of being Miss Arkansas. It must feel very much like being a Disney princess. It, it does. And the, <laughs> the younger children, you know, they see a crown and a sash and they say, oh my gosh, it's a princess. So it's really cool to do that as well. <laughs> 
So what's changed about the way you're going to approach the competition at Miss America from the way you approached Miss Arkansas and what hasn't changed? Yes, the job and, and preparing for the title and the job of Miss Arkansas is a little different than preparing for Miss America because Arkansas um, is so incredible, but you're pre- preparing specifically to market and um really be the Miss Arkansas for the Arkansas people, which is the best job in the world. But then once you're preparing for Miss America, you're taking this to a national level and you're now representing the entire United States. So for me, what that's looked like is taking my social impact initiative nationally and partnering with different organizations who have more of a national brand and pool in online safety and school safety. So I've gotten a partner with this really incredible organization. It's a nonprofit out of Connecticut to really spread my message and my impact across the entire United States. Uh, But that also looks like really honing in on my talent and my uh, wardrobe choices and everything that goes into just the competition of Miss America. But of course, if given the title of Miss America, I'll get to take my impact initiative to every single state, which would be a dream come true. So what's the first thing? This is a silly question. What's the first thing you want to do each if you win, <laughs> that's the first great... thing you want to do if you don't win. Um, yes. You know, honestly, I think it's going to be the same either way if I win or if I don't win, because I have a very um, bad obsession with crumble cookie. I don't know if you've had it yet, but <laughs> no, the best. They have different cookies every week and I follow them on Instagram. So I see them all the time and I haven't had crumble cookie in almost three months now, just because I want it to be my reward of whatever happens at Miss America. So that will be the absolute first thing I do is go to Crumble Cookie and get one of the special cookies of the week. (laughs) I assume that mom will be packing this in for you. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Or somebody. I'll find them some way (laughs) and somehow. I'll see the pink box and I don't know it's for me. (laughs) Will all of your family be there? Yes, which is so incredible and there's going to be a lot of people come from the state of Arkansas just to come support. I mean what's really incredible about Miss Arkansas and the people behind it are you could come in first place or you could come in 51st place and they would not care either way because they're so excited to cheer and root for you because they just love what you do for the state of Arkansas. So I'll have my family there, um, my friends there, and then people from the organization that I've met and made really great relationships with. What's the last thing you say to yourself before you step into the interview room, Yes. step onto the stage? Uh, There's a prayer that I say before every private interview, and I've shared it with a couple candidates before because it just gives you that last sense of um, encouragement and resilience to go in and be your complete, authentic self. And so in my prayer, it says to give me strength to um, understand who I am and reignite my fire when it feels like I have none and to just be authentic. So I say the same thing. I've done it for the past three-ish years and it's done me pretty good so far, uh, but it just kind of calms my nerves. And then of course, I learned this trick a long time ago where if you're feeling nervous, you just push on a wall as hard as you can and it kind of pushes those nerves out. So I'll be doing that as well. Uh, <laughs> but I say that prayer and it always just calms my spirits and and makes me realize that I am where I am for a reason and I'm meant to be here for some bigger reason than what I even think. Well, it is a pleasure to talk to you. We will be watching you from Arkansas. 
Oh, and thank, thank you. you so much for taking time with us. Folks, this is Ebony Mitchell, Miss Arkansas. She's from Harrison. And I'm laying my bets on Miss America, but we'll see. <laughs> thank you so much again for having me. I always love getting to do this. So thank you so much. Here are some other great stories coming your way in this weekend's edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. Residents will have two more chances to comment on plans to widen Arkansas 112 next week. The meetings will focus on the section of the road from U.S. 412 in Tinytown north to Bentonville. Ron Wood will tell us more. Garrett Moore will tell us about the City of Rogers' efforts to update its comprehensive growth plan. Most cities don't have the staff to enforce all of their development and municipal codes. Some have enforcement staffs that look for potential violations, while others just respond to complaints. Stacy Ryburn takes a look at how local cities try to balance enforcement versus the cost. 625 households in rural Crawford County who don't have access to potable water are a step closer to getting it, thanks to a $2.5 million grant from the Arkansas Natural Resources Commission. Thomas Sicente will tell us where the project goes from here. Monica Brick will update us on Fort Smith's manufacturing sector. All of this and much, much more will be coming your way in the weekend editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. Subscribers have access to all of it on our smartphone and tablet apps and at our website, nwaonline.com. If you're not a subscriber, please consider supporting local journalism by signing up. Just click on the subscribe button on our website or call us at 479-684-5509. That number again is 479-684-5509. And one last thing. You can continue to help your friends and neighbors in need and bring holiday greetings to the community through our community Christmas card campaign. We've raised close to $5,000 so far for the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank. To help, just click the Community Christmas Card link on our website, again, at nwaonline.com. Know the News is a podcast brought to you every Friday by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and we'll be back next Friday with a new edition. Until then, this is Rusty Turner, your host, saying so long.